wouldn't happen again. They said we were done. They said, the haters said we were done. They said gave us a slip. The reviews were in, and it was like, yeah. "Hey, you guys need to get off the you airs, okay?" Get off the fucking. And we were like, we were like, yeah, for a little bit. <laughs> we're feeling it. We were got got into the into the into the trash into the dumpster. It's comfortable in the dumpster sometimes, man. That's what they don't tell you, you know. Wrap yourself in a nice. You might you might cut out. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Yeah, we're back and we're gonna keep it going. And the and the computer said we're done. Also, <laughs> everything everything says we're done, folks. Yeah, technical difficulties, but we'll get it. We'll keep it going. All right. Today, guys, we have a very special episode. Um, you know, Henry didn't want to talk about it because he's a racist. That's right. But he because born he and bred, you know. He yeah. doesn't want to talk about you know talk about the history of Africa mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with me. Today, guys, we're gonna talk about the history of medieval West Africa from Ghana, from Ghana to Mali to the Songhai. This will be a two-part episode. They were starting part one of a two-part episode on medieval Africa. Um, and we will start today with uh, the with Great Ghana, uh, the first of our medieval African empires. Um, all right. Uh, it was a trading, it was a medieval trading empire, like located basically in, it's more Senegal. Mm-hmm. It's more like Senegal than where like actual Ghana is today. Um, but it was situated between the Sahara at the, you know, at the headwaters of the Senegal and the Niger rivers. And it was in an area that were kind of, yeah, like God, like Senegal, Mauritania, and like part of Mali. That's what, that's where it seems to be. And uh, it's uh, these people are going to be descended from the Mande tribe. Uh, and there was a group called the Sinike that really founded uh, Great Ghana, uh, the first of our medieval African empires. Um, and it, it, this is gonna, this is also gonna be in the part of the Africa that's known as the Sahel, which is like uh, in Arabic it means the shore, which is what I read in our book, the book that I read, the World Kingdoms, Ghana, Mali, and the Songhai. A little light reading. And Henry, what, what book you read? What book did you? I read? had. Uh... African Dominion by Michael A. Gomez, published 2018. Yeah. Now, my books didn't come on time, so I have more books, and I feel, I feel, feel, I feel, I feel light. I feel like you have a bigger book than me, and that makes me, it makes me nervous. Hey, I didn't understand most of it. If it's any consolation, okay. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, oh, okay. So, like, this is also. In the Sahel, which is the shore, the shore of the desert from the Sahara, which is the ocean of sand that is the Sahara, the Sahara. Um, and Ghana means warrior king. Um, I guess I think the book kind of purported that uh, the the Ghana was the name of the warrior king, and that people just had kind of sorry calling the country, you know, the name of the king. Um, over time, before before that, the area was actually called uh, Wagadu uh, by the the, mm-hmm. the Seninke. I'm not going to pronounce any of these words right. Also, so I just want I just want to give that heads up. I just want to give that also. Uh, there's a collection of stories that date back to the founding of Ghana. So it's called the Dasi, which contained like the first kid, like the king, like the first the name of the first king of Wagadu, which is going to be Dinga, the first of the Ghanas, the first of the warrior kings. And you're going to have like Dinga Dinga's Pui and like Diab's Pui. Like just various stories that it's they're like they're 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 almost like fairy tales. They're fairy tales. They're folklore. Yeah, I mean they're like fighting six-headed dragons, but they they also just a bunch of bunch of badass shit. 
yeah, like, like, you know, what I mean, you know, like they're sacrificing and like, you know, what I mean, all that type of mm-hmm. stuff. But this is like, this also gets us into like the his, like the historical accounts of these empires. Um, early, we're gonna have to rely on a lot of griot tales, which is just folklore, kind of. I mean, griots are um, a West African. Uh, they're like a West African oral historian. Yeah, like po- and you know, poetry is obviously thrown in there as well. Yeah, and it, they they'll tell the history of the entire clan or whatever through like you know, and spoke like spoke like they they'll just speak it, they'll tell it to you. Yeah. So a lot of these, a lot of the early accounts we have are from griots, and you know, the, so it, you know, a lot of folklore, and then that will contrast later. We have a lot of stuff from fucking uh, from fucking you know like uh, from Arab travelers. Yeah. And that has its own spin. Um, but, you know, some of these folklore, you know, if they're fighting a six-headed, six-headed like, snake in it, it's also, like, you know, metaphors for, like, what they're going through. Maybe they're yeah. fighting with the Berbers, and there was, like, you know, a six-clan Berber that they had to, like, you know, stuff like that. Um, around 610, uh, uh, Islam uh, is born, uh, Muhammad, Islam comes about, and so, it, which plays an important role in the history of West Africa. From 638 to 708, uh, Islam is spreading throughout North Africa, and there's a passive and antagonistic relationship with the Berbers, who seem to convert to Islam, um, and the in like the in and Great Ghana, like kind of it would be like it seems like that a lot of these West African like civilizations had this like kind of a relationship with Berbers that were just like, hey, we'll trade with you guys all the time. But if the Berbers ever felt they could like really press the advantage, they would take a, they would take advantage <laughs> and come yeah. and raid and do whatever. Um, and we're gonna have our first of our you know our Muslim travelers um, at the time. It's gonna be Al Bakri, gonna be the first significant Muslim tra- uh, traveler slash con- chronicler that you know who describes Ghana. Uh, he described like I think he described the capital of Ghana uh, as a large city with twelve mosques where a king took an active part in the like day-to-day running of activities. He describes the king's palace as having like the king's like you know palace as having like gold shields and gold swords, um, gold yeah. ornaments everywhere. Every every like regular people had gold and it was Yeah, like, I remember yeah. reading that in the or some of the earliest archaeological finds where these were like really badass gold swords. Which just to imagine, you know, gold as specie, it's usually you you know you can refine it into a crown or a coin or whatever, but I think of like how much gold must there have been for them to be making gold swords, you know, yeah. as well. Like that seems a little excessive. Like there's higher priorities for gold, but by the time you have so much of it, like, I don't know what else can we, we can do swords. We can do shields. We can do, we can do whatever you want, man. Yeah. And that, and that kind of gets into like the, the, like, you know, the like gold mines and like Wangara and like they're, they don't know the actual location of these, these like, gold mines that they purported to have uh was this place called Wangara and it was uh actually the same place if you if you read like a Diop's Pui it's where like Amadou the hero of Diop's Pui kills Wagadu Bita the six-headed like the six-headed yeah. snake monster so yeah. like this at what is which is at this place called Wangara and it's supposed to be like it's, mm. it's a lot of gold Wangara was an island when it was flooded you could reportedly like see the gold laying on the ground there was just so much gold um yeah and then they the the, the 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 oh I see I'm actually looking at a, a page here. It says yeah. uh, Wagadu's seventh king is saved by a young suitor who kills Bita. Bita's yeah. severed head lands in Bure, 
in the land of southern man speakers which becomes a new source of gold yeah so they had like you kill this monster and you throw the head somewhere and then it is transmuted into gold which then finances your kingdom yeah yeah so the miners at 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 wangara were like the fucking like they they described them as being uh very secretive um they did dumb bartering which is where you would you would uh you would come with some gifts or whatever, some something, some some species, some money. You leave it out, uh, and then you go away. And then the miners would see the port. You're at the ported place. You have left stuff. They give a, a gold offering. If you like mm-hmm. what they what they given, you mm-hmm. take it. If you don't like it, you go back away. Then they'll they'll reassess their offer. They might give you more, and then you yep. can just go back and forth like that until where you don't have to see each other. And that's because it's so secretive because they don't want anybody mm-hmm. to know where the actual like mine is. Um, that's kind of that's how I used to that's how I used to sell my drugs. Yeah. You know. Also, oh, I forgot one. I was not a very good drug dealer, but uh, try yeah. my best. You know, there was yeah. a lot of miscommunications. A lot, a lot of, of mis- like, hey, you mis- drop it down, and I'll set it here. You know, a lot of blind drops that just yeah. did not go well because yeah. they would give me. I also don't know why I was bartering my drugs away. I also don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why you could. I would just, just ask for kind of groceries straight up. You know, it was like you I didn't. You know, I didn't want cash. I wanted. I wanted groceries. I wanted. Uh, I wanted hand hand mitten hand knitted mittens. I was very. I you know I appreciate a hand a handmade gift. Right. Like. Dumb, d- dumb. <laughs> Min Min's is always funny, and I don't care what in what context. No, but uh, like, oh, I forgot that they also would they would drum, they would drum for like they would like you had to drum to announce that you were there, and then you leave. Um, they they would trade gold for salt, which you know people think of, uh think of it as you know, but salt is a very important thing that you know you need to. Salt is actually worth a lot to these people at the yeah. Show. Um. Yeah. Uh, also, they have and, and that will lead us into the the Tagha's assault mines, which is the thing that there's a, uh, the book kind of purported that they that was at at the time of Great Ghana, it was only only inhabited by slaves, and it was also con- awful condition conditions. It was basically like a destiny to get sent there. They just work you to. Yeah, man. I don't really want to ever work in salt mines. No, I don't really think anybody signed up to work in a salt mine has it that great, you know? Yeah, no, if you cut yourself, dude, it's over. You're done. You're, You're done. They're, they're literally putting salt in the wound. Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. in your daily, it's just in the air. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm, I, don't want, I, don't mm-hmm. want any, I don't want any part of it. Uh, no, uh, also blacksmiths in, this, in, in the culture of Great Ghana were like highly revered because yeah. they could, you know, they could, you know, turn all these, they were seen as uh, sometimes feared and seen as ma- magicians because uh, they could make everything you needed for, uh, you know, if you need to go to war, you need a spear, you have to go to the blacksmith. The blacksmith would mold you something that could get you through battle. Uh, if you needed food for your family, you needed field, you know, you needed field hose, you needed like actual, like, you know, tools for the to work in the field. They could do it. They could do that also and help you feed your family and make money for yourself. I mean, so, they made swords out of gold. So, you know, yeah. Also, they made clearly, clearly crazy, right? Yeah. No, th- yeah. They were, they were sick. <laughs> uh, and, a lot of the, you know, they get, they have these natural resources, but you know, a lot of the the wealth is coming from, you know, the massive trans uh, trans-Saharan uh, caravans that traded gold, salt, honey, leather, everything uh, between the Middle East and North Africa, between the Middle East and North Africa, um, to Ghana uh, or to West Africa. They called it in the book. They called it West Sudan. They said was was a name that was a lot yeah. given thrown around a lot. And mm-hmm. that, like, yeah, they, they knew Sudan because they Egypt. They knew that, that Sudan was south of Egypt, but they, you know, the, 
this is everything west of that was just West Sudan, the vast expanse of West mm. Sudan. Um, no, so like Virginia and West Virginia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, don't don't ever compare. I actually don't Virginia. know. I feel like Please there was a better there's a better ge- geography comparison there. You know, don't ever compare Virginia and West Virginia. <laughs> <to> <laughs> Africa. You know, don't ever compare. That's the West <laughs> Africa is the cradle of civilization. West Virginia is yeah. <laughs> literally jerry literally gerrymandered you know yeah no literally li- there's yeah there's all right there's, there's mad dudes named jerry they're gonna get mad at me if i start talking about west virginia just Probably. Hold, up, hold up brother it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty bad i don't want to go back i, no, I like man. drove through it once i was like i'm i get the vibe i'm good i'm all right a lot of a lot of mountains a lot of highways I almost died. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Let's move on. Yeah, no, it's a, it's, it's, it does seem it, <laughs> West Virginia. All right. Uh, gonna drive, I, gonna drive off a mountain in West. There's that song. There's that song that the dude's talking about Blue Ridge Mountain, like West yeah. Virginia, like West Virginia about, Mountain, Mountain Mama. Yeah, take me home. Take me home, country roads. That's an awful part of the country. Though. Getting getting the fuck out of West Virginia. <laughs> yeah, out of, no, out of these country roads. Yeah, you got taking these country roads right on through West Virginia. Yeah, you right? gotta get out of here. <laughs> I'm getting. I'm going home, man. I'm I am a, get I'm the a fuck coast, out of here. I'm a coastal elite. A coastal elite, man. I'm a coastal. I live on all three coasts. I'm a coastal elite. Yep. Mm-hmm. No matter Gulf Coast, East Coast, what I've. I'm sorry that your coal mine closed. Okay, my sure. bad. Henry, Henry, PMC, <laughs> professional material. <laughs> oh man, um, yeah, no, this is. I'm on the side of the blue class, of the blue, the blue collar class. Henry's not. We're moving on <laughs> to. Uh, Al- so again, we go back to some Al Bakri's descriptions of the king living pretty much in like. Actually, we should be off coal. I just want to throw that out there. We should be yeah, moving should. away from coal, but anyway, not important. <laughs> uh, just personal opinion. Just personal opinions. That's, yeah, I'll stand behind that as a podcast. Fuck it. Yeah, we'll be. Yeah. Off, we should be off coal. We should be off coal. We should. Yeah, I'm sorry, Wes. We should be. Off, I'm. I look. Sorry. I'm gonna get you niggas windmills or some shit. That's right. Something we got to do. Something. <laughs> All right. Let's get back on track. <laughs> All right. Um. So, all right, so back to Albac. Albacri described Ghana. So, okay, and Albacri, again, described Ghana, describing Ghana, describing the king, describing the king had absolute power. Um, he once boasted he had as many as 200,000 men in his army. Uh, the, the king kind of ran through matrilineal lines. Um, yeah. And, uh, and Ghana described, you know, Ghanaian or great Ghanaian justice at this time. Excuse me. As uh, the king, you know, the, there was like this thing. It's like called the, in the villages called trial by wood, um, where like they would put water on, they would put wood in water, mm-hmm. um, and they would give the person the water. And if that person vomited, you're innocent. But if you don't vomit, you're guilty. Wait. Okay, because I didn't, I didn't hear about this. If you think about that, you, that's the trial by wood. Put, you put wood in water. Yeah, like this is something out in the villages. This is not like so, like Wait, you feel, so you feel like a wooden vase, or does like the water is the wood porous, and so it it the water goes inside of the wood, and then you pour that into a vase. Kumbi Selaz is New York. This is in the villages. This is Alabama. This is like this is West yeah, Virginia. Yeah, yeah. This okay. is in, in yeah, West yeah, Virginia. Yeah. Right, exactly. There's this thing a lot of superstitions out there. A lot, you know. 
superstitious. <laughs> this thing called the trial by wood. Yeah, man. So uh-huh. yeah, you just put the wood in the water. Now you give that water to the person. Now that person vomits. Wood soaks up the water, and then you you make them drink that. And if they puke, then they're innocent. But if they don't puke, then they're guilty. You put a little wood in that water. And you okay. take the wood out. I see. Give them the water. Ah, so drink, okay. Drink the All water, right. and then they, they right. drink that water, and they're like, and they vomit. Like, what was in that water? You're like, <laughs> and then what kind, you what, you don't what, kind wood, what kind of wood was this? I don't know. That's I guess strong, that's kind of the key factor. Is what kind of wood is this? You know, some strong ass wood. That's what it was. That's is it poisonous? Because I, then it's uh, like you, you're killing your you're killing your people with the natural resistance of this poison. Clearly, if your person <laughs> if you you know what I'm saying if if a person pukes, then it's like all right, well they're weak. That's what nice. you're killing the people who who happen to have you know who have been naturally selected. What type of wood is poisonous? That's what a I'm nice, saying. Nice I don't know. Cedar, a nice oak, a nice poisonous oak. It's a person poisonous. Okay. <laughs> Pers- okay. Uh, so I right. keep moving. Uh, Kumbia Sela was the, the capital. This has been disputed. Uh, Henry, in the book you read? Uh, yeah, yeah. Kumbi, they were just saying that, like, uh, recent scholarship has said that Kumbia Sala might not be the capital. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I know uh, Jenna Jonah was like a larger trading outposts yeah. before like Gao and Ghana yeah. occurred. Yeah. So of course, yes, you have, you have Jene, which had at the tw- uh, 20,000 people. Most Sininke towns had, had 500 to a thousand people. Uh, the Sininke people, uh, the Sininke people, the people of great Ghana uh, were known to love stories and poems. Um, the villagers traded with each other, specializing in different crops. So each one specialized Um there was a freedom of religion, so like Muslims were allowed, but most of the gay thought there was like a supreme god that created the universe and put things in order, and then left left the running of this like universe to like lesser deities. You know, that actually explains a lot. Yeah, that's, that's what, one of my <laughs> major problems with, with like the monotheistic faiths is like, oh, okay, so like God still has his hand on this thing. Then yeah. you know the problem of evil. Why is all this bad yeah. shit going on? If God was like if God's just, you know, your CEO yeah, and then the company tanks because he hands it over to his like sons yeah. or whatever, yeah. he's like, all right, I'm going to go do God's stuff. I'm going to, ha- I'm going to hand over the reins of the world to you lesser deities. And then yeah. they just, they just shit the bed. <laughs> they yeah, just no. start fucking around as, as we, will that's see- how evil exists. And yeah. It's like, as, oh, okay. As we will see in this, like this, this uh, medieval, these uh, medieval West Africa that we go through. Uh, Ghana, Mali, and the Songhai Empire. Uh, people's sons can't follow up. Yeah. People, when you put it in the hands of somebody else, they mm-hmm, often mm-hmm. fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's a special time. You're a special ruler. And then you try to like have somebody else do what you did. And then they, yeah. can't, they can't do it because, you know, this is the rise and fall, though. You. Right. This yeah. is the rise. Like, you know, if you're from the lower classes, you're supposed to usurp your father. But if you're from the highest class, your son is supposed to disappoint you. Yeah. And this is the yin and yang that keeps the world spinning. Yeah. No, it's coming to us. Coming to us. It feels like it's coming to a stop, big dog. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. All right. Uh, 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 just kind of, uh, also, everything, in, everything had a spirit. Uh, the, the ancestors were, like, revered. But they said, like, they weren't worshipped. Mm. Like, uh, um, and uh, so... This leads into, you know, of course, the fall of Ghana, uh, which has happened by, uh, by 1050. There's going to be Abdullah ibn Yasin, 
uh, in the Almoravids, uh, some people were like they were like in North Africa, were trying were trying to convert Spain uh, and you know to convert Spain to Islam uh, and take over Spain, and then also they were trying to convert Ghana and take over Ghana. Um, they captured some uh, Ghanaian uh, trading posts at Tarkur and Ogdegurst. I always fuck up that one. Ogdegurst. Ogdegurst. Um, and they were like ceaseless raiding on uh, Kumbi Saleh. Um, and this weakens Ghana. Um, and this mm. week, and it doesn't destroy Ghana, but then the Susu people, uh, who are an important part of Ghana, they're descended from the Sise, um, kind of break apart. Uh, and they, they kind of form their own dynasty known as the Tante. And this is kind of breaks apart Ghana because, you know, the Sise are an important part of Ghana. Mm. Um, so it uh, just kind of fractures from within. Like you yeah. get pressure from the Almoravids to the north. Yeah. And then the Susu people are just like, now's our chance. Yeah. We need to bust out of here. They start their separatist movement, which fractures the entire state. Yeah. And then it's just like, all right, well, we're done. It's like, we don't trust, you know, that you might not trust the leadership that's in, that's in, plant, that's in, yeah. uh, in power at that time. You're like, we're better. And then it's like, oh, you're going to let them do this. And then you're not, okay, now we're apart. Because I, yeah. I already think I'm cooler than you. I, already yeah. think I, got, I got newer shoes than you. I got the goods, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it goes. That's how, that's how empires break apart. That's how, that's how it happens. All right. And so, so the Susu are, you know, the Susu play an important part in our next story, which is going to be yeah, after the fall of Ghana, the next great empire to rise is going to be the Mali Empire. This can be located 205, 205, south, 205 miles south on the Niger River from where Kumbe Salah was in old Ghana. Uh, this is going to be the Mande, the, the Mande the speaking Mandinka people. Um, and they're going to be the founders of Mali, the founders of Mali. Uh, the Mandika are, uh, people are divided into 12 clans. Each clan has a head. Uh, the clans were separated by caste. Uh, there were hunters, uh, blacksmiths, artisans. They also revere blacksmiths a lot as it's concurrent from, you know, from through Ghana to, to Mali. Um, yeah, for a long time, uh, the clans fought amongst themselves, but then the kings got together um, and they selected a Mansa. And the Mansa was known as the King of Kings. Um, during Mansa, Bar Mandanas, Bar Mandanas, which I'm Manta Bar Mandanas rule. Uh, there's a drought. Um, and Almoravid ambassador comes to him and says, Hey, if you convert to Islam, the drought's gonna stop. He does, the drought ceases. And that's how the that's how the, the Mandinke, uh, uh, the people um, become uh, uh, Muslim. Um, in, mm-hmm. 10, in 1087, uh, Abu Bakr dies and we see the Almoravids, uh, the Almoravid raids kind of like fade out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they die out. And then uh, the Sumanguru king, uh, uh, who is king of the Suvu, who is king of the Susu, uh, the, this man named Sumanguru, um, is fighting for control over the gold and salt trade. He wins. And he's described pretty much as having a reign of terror. Now, is this like, because now, is this mm. like Islamic suggest, uh, suggestion or like preference for like the Muslim, like for like the Muslim Mandika um, and the Muslim people of Mali? Maybe because like uh, we don't know. I mean, they just describe yeah. him as like this, like the complete like evil, like mm. has his opponents killed. Is there high taxes? Um, it has he like kills women and children. He's like the fucking. But as we see in like even in the stories he said like about uh, Sundiata, which we're, we're going to talk about, uh, he doesn't kill. You know. The, 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 he like takes pity and doesn't kill 
uh, the rulers of opposing kingdoms when they're children. Um, mm. In the case of Molly, yeah, uh, even in Sunday Sunday yeah. story, that um, makes sense. But you know, is this like is this just like a slander now, campaign? Yeah, there's a slander campaign because now the 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 kind of uh, Muslim chronicler chroniclers and like storytellers now they control they control like you know the the story. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I'm I don't I, know Suman Guru. Yeah, it's it's weird because like you know. Michael A. Gomez talks a lot about this, that like we have to rely on the sources or Islamic sources for a yeah. lot of these three empires because yeah. they're the ones who wrote things down. I'm not sure when the tradition started, but I remember reading that like the merchants and the traders of, I think, Mali and Ghana, I'm not so, so sure about Songhai, I think it was Ghana and Mali, that they they didn't write anything down and they are in business they relied on just a man's word as his bond because to write something down was indicative that you did not trust them it and was, so it was kind of this social thing you know yeah it was they were big on like all these big uh, all the muslim travelers and chroniclers described them as, even as being like the most trustworthy like mm-hmm. upstanding uprighteous like society um mm-hmm. but like yeah, no, I, yeah, they, 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 but, but then again, they, they had the griots. Yeah. And then there, there's something, yeah. the griots was like their, their traditional way of doing things, traditional historical takes. Yeah. Um, and, and, and they were a people who loved poetry, who loved yeah. like, tales. So they were like, okay, they, they lived in a world of like kind of magic and like the griots was their history. Yeah. They're kind of like, they kind of like Celtic druids in that respect, that they're yeah. just like pillars of social order. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Moving forward, so 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 yeah, so of course you know uh, again, Sumaguru is uh, by ten eight seven is 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 becoming the the king of, of what is old Ghana of this part of West Africa. Uh, he he he's, has a reign of terror allegedly, um, and this is where we get into the tale of Sundiata, who is the King Arthur, yeah. uh, the Forrest Gump, and the yeah. George Washington of like Mali. Like, all honestly, in one, man. All honestly, in one. Really cool stuff. Like, honestly, like, honestly, there should be a check for, like, somebody Somebody from Molly should be writing, be, like, talking to Tom Hanks, like, where's my money for, for whoever yeah. directed mm-hmm. for us to mm-hmm. go? Because it's kind of a, it kind of a ripoff. It's actually kind of wild. Okay. Yeah. So, Sundiata, Sundiata Kiata, uh was a prince and the king and then the founder of the Mali Empire, born in 1190 uh, to Magan Konfata. Uh, the king and his mother Solon uh, Kinjut, Kinjut, uh, Solo, Solo Kinjutu. I'm, I'm messing up. Her so, Sogalon Kenjopu so- or Sogalon Kedju. Yeah. Who and is, uh, who, is yeah. A, who, who is a hunchback? In oh, the story, in the story. yeah. More, uh, more. Let me. Uh, yeah. Let's just let's just talk some shit about uh, Sunjiata's mom for a little bit. You're gonna talk. You're gonna yeah. talk shit about Sunjiata's mom. <laughs> Yes. Are you not gonna talk shit about 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 okay? All right, so Sunjiata's mom. Okay, go. Is all right, go. Okay, as, Jesus Christ. As, uh, horrifically ugly. Yeah. Like terribly, terribly. Okay. Ugly. Like there's this. Uh, he's supposed to the the king uh, Magan Konfata is supposed yeah. to pick one of some other kings, one of the nine. One he has ten daughters, yeah. and he arranges nine of them, and uh, he leaves out Sogolon. 
because uh, warned by her father, Sogolon is told to stay where thou art, since with thy boils and festering sores, thou art too ugly. Like she's <laughs> she's described as Sogolon the warty with seven large distinct bodily protuberances, having one eye higher than the other, one leg longer than the other, one arm shorter than the other, and one buttock larger than the other. Another calls her Sukuklung the spotty, covered with pockmarks, while yet another says she has 300 breasts and 300 humps. She is otherwise described as a hairless hunchback in mimicry of a buffalo. Okay, and... and, and... <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, we're gonna just discuss that this, that this, those descriptions <laughs> in one sec. I gotta get through, get through a couple of things. So yes, Sundiata is born of Sogolon. His his original name is Sogolon Diata. It becomes Sundiata, which means the hungering lion, which gives him the nickname the Lion King. Oh yes, mm-hmm. this involves the Lion King also. Yes. <laughs> like okay, so this is a Griot told story. And okay, so now we're gonna get into the tale of Sundiata. So mm-hmm. all right, of course, Sundiata is born to Magon and born to Sogolon uh, uh, Keju. All right. Who, who Henry has described as horrific. It's not just me. All right. It's yeah, not just me. I'm just relaying what the sources have, okay. have, have what they wrote down. Okay. Because Henry, Henry is a piece of shit and he's judging this. Woman <laughs> no, this is this, this black this queen, the, this literal this is, black queen. <laughs> okay. So she uh, looked weird. I don't okay. know what to tell you. All right. So, this is what the sources bear out. All right. It's so, relevant to the story somehow. Maybe it's supposed to be like, you know, that that Magon Confada saw that the saw her inner beauty and wasn't so superficial as to judge her for her grotesque comeback. Okay. All right. Getting into that. Yes. My, uh, so Ma- so Magon and, mm-hmm. and, and, and Sogolon have Sandiata. Mm-hmm. Magon is so uh, Sogolon's like one of Magon's like mistresses, wives, but he's like, he favorites her. Mm-hmm. As his yeah. Magon loves Sogolon, no matter yeah. of the boils, no yeah. matter of one eye, leg, no matter he's like Sogolon All... is bay. And yep, he like shows right. he loves Sogolon and he uh-huh. loves Sundiata more yep. than any of his other sons. Sundiata is born and he can't walk. Yep. So and he has to like kind of crawl around and yep. he's, he's crippled. Um for 16 years, supposedly. And, in that, in, in, in the love of like the a lug of, the love of like Sogolone and the lug of Sundiata pisses off uh, uh, Magon's first wife, Sasuma. Yeah. Because Sasuma wanted her son, Prince Dakaran Talman, to become the king. Mm-hmm. And as Sundiata grew, he never, he never started to walk. Magon Konfata, Magon Konfata dies. Uh, and, so, and Sasuma coerces mm-hmm. the royal council to make Talman. Uh, king, which makes Sasuma the power behind the throne, and 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 so my question is, and my my assumption is that Sasuma is like just went crazy on the smear campaign, like there's yeah. a because that Sasuma was like, yo, this Sogolon ain't shit. Sogolon got boils. Yeah. Sogolon, <laughs> Sogolon got one eye. That's a crazy. That's a got wild. A, that means you were looking one at one eye higher than the other. You yeah. know. <laughs> It's like way up there. She must have been a really good cook. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that dude. I look. I'm. I'm going to put it out there that that that, that some of these descriptions are the product of Sasuma. Oh, probably. In yeah, I could see that. I could see that. She's that, like, she's like threatening to kill the griots unless they write this in. Yeah. Like, let, let me do a few paragraphs. Give me the yeah. pen. Or yeah. give me, Let me do a few paragraphs. You're gonna I'm put gonna add, this. 
yeah I'm about her in on, here yeah on Sogolon Kedju over here yeah yeah no no she was not fine as wine she no. has mm-hmm. one leg longer mm-hmm. than the other that's yep. that's a wild that's it's it's great to know that even one throughout. one buttock larger than the other you know one cheek was like the size of size of a size of a watermelon you know size of a grapefruit like a hearty then, hearty fruit and then the other one was just and again like and again henry grape, again henry grape, watch right? again henry watch you talk about this literal black queen yeah i know i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i said it and i tried to backpedal i was trying to think of the biggest fruit i was like ah fuck Jesus <laughs> Christ. Okay. all right moving on all right so we don't sunday uh so alone either uh horrifically looking or amazingly looking uh didn't matter no uh Magnus Sovata <laughs> was into it Didn't and Sundiata was the problem son. This yep. pissed off Susuma. Susuma uh, also, Al- all of his brothers hated him. That's yep. uh there was that was the other thing of like he was favored by his father, but I think yep. there was like beef within the rest of his family and like his siblings and everything. He just he was not was not liked by any of them, but he was by his father. But once yeah. he's dead, what's that matter for? I think they have to live in exile as yes. well. That's so, like another that's we're coming we're coming up on that part. Um so so she so so of course Prince Talman assumes the throne with Susuma as the the power behind the throne. Um, Susuma makes Sundiata live in a storage shed behind the palace. As you do, <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but uh, but he perseveres and, and makes friends, and that's where he makes some of the, the some of his best friends throughout his life. I think Sun, uh, Sundiata's like best friend, the grandson, is Mansa Musa. Yeah, like it's that's so that's how the lines are kind of working and. And descending um so so some he, he, he makes friends uh suman guru uh invades because i think molly was not paying the taxes and shit like that he yeah. he, he invades he takes over molly and robs a bunch of stuff apparently and that's that's his uncle right no no, no. suman guru his uncle or his brother no, no, Suman Guru is of the Susu, who is uh, who oh, my okay. understanding is like that. He's, he's a separate, this is a separate, separate invading uh, uh, tribe, clan, empire, whatever. Um, when he invades, he spares, he spares Prince Talman and Sundiata and saying that they were harmless and calling the, and calling the Mandinka, <laughs> the Mandinka, weak like their handicapped king's son. So he points at Oof. fucking. He points at Sundiata and is like, y'all are weak like this. Like, like yeah. it's just like, it's like this is a representation of your entire empire. Your yeah. entire clan is crippled. Yeah. So, so one of the people that he makes that he makes friends with while he's living in this shed is, is a blacksmith. Again, the magical blacksmith. Mm-hmm. So the blacksmith makes makes fucking braces for Sundiata's mm-hmm. legs, a la fucking Forrest Gump. Where's the check for fucking? Where's for the real? check for Sundiata? <laughs> like, so he fucking makes braces for his fucking legs. And Sundiata is learning how to walk. And he's exercising. And he's yeah. not hard work. He basically just fucking learns how to walk. Like Forrest Gump. Again, where the fuck is the check? <laughs> yeah. Um, so Sasuma, again, with a, a hearing that he is getting healthy, she like goes to a council of nine witches uh, and puts mm-hmm. a curse and tries to put a curse and kill Sundiata. It doesn't. It doesn't succeed because Sundiata's heart is so kind, so it weakens the spell. Mm-hmm. Sogolon, upon realizing this, takes Sundiata and they go live in exile. Yep. In 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 Mina, Mina in in Mina, and they're like you know they they're favored by the king of Mina. I think king now, Mina is the old king, uh, the old kingdom of Great Ghana. 
So, so in within the story, he's favored by his the king, which is like if we're gonna like break this down, like how the folktale and like how they're like what they're trying to establish in the, the folktale is. He's, a, he's he's favored by his father, the king. So he has that that is backing his power, and then also he's favored by the true historical great, great Ghana, which is the great empire of the time mm. that had just fell. And if you want to live, I'm, I'm also been favored by them. I am now the favorite is building like, Oh, I'm the favorite. Mm-hmm. These are all my, my, uh, my rights to the throne. This is all this is that. And so he goes and lives in Mina. Right. And then when they live in Mina, uh, the Mina King loves Sundiata basically as a son, Back in Mali, Sumanguru's taxes increased so much that Mali couldn't pay. Sumanguru's had to invade again. Talman and Susuma flee. Loyal subjects send a message to Sundiata asking for him to come home. They, 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 say, they say the Mandinke are ready to fight. I hope I'm saying the Mandinke right. The Mandinke are ready to fight, but they need a general. Sundiata returns to Mali with troops and sent to sit, returns to Mali with troops from the King of Mina. The King of Mina has sent with him. Um, and they and they are and they and, and so and then they you know they add to add to the Mandinke warriors Sundiata and, and Mali score like massive victories and after five years the armies of of, uh, of Sundiata and Sumanguru meet on the plain of Karina um, the night before the battle Sumanguru comes to Sundiata as an owl which is a bad omen of the Mande people mm. and then they have uh, an epic convo. And I just like I'm just gonna pull out the book because it, it's the convo is so it's so it's real. Okay. It's 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 very like it's very like so so this is Suman Guru just popping up as an owl, and he's just like Suman Guru is like I am the king of Mali by force uh, by uh, by force of arms. My rights have been established by conquest, and then Sundiata's like, then I will take from you. I then I will take Mali from you. By force of arms and chase you from my kingdom. And then uh, Sumaguru is like, know that I am the wild yam of the rocks. Nothing will, like, will make me leave Ro- Mali. Wild this dude's y- crazy. <laughs> this dude's crazy. All right. The wild yam of the rocks. The wild yam of the rocks, Doug. Okay. And, so, and Sundiata responds, know that, I, know that I have in my camp seven master smith who will shatter the rocks. Then yam, I will eat you. And then, and then Sumaguru is like, I am the poisonous mushroom that made the fearless vomit. <laughs> mm. And then Sundiata's like, uh, as for me, I am the ravenous cock. The poison, is, the, the poison does not matter to me. And then Sumagru is like, behave yourself, little boy. Are you a born your are you a burn your foot? Where I'm the red hot sender. This is they're snapping. This they are. Getting, they're they're really getting going. intense. And, and then Sundiata's like, but me, I am the rain of that extinguishes the sender. I am mm. the boisterous turret that will carry you off. Sumaguru is like, I am the mighty silk cotton tree that looks on the high tops of other trees. And then Sandia is like, and I, I am the, I'm the creeper that climbs to the top of the forest giant. And then Sumaguru is like, enough of this argument. You will not, ha- you shall not have Molly. And then so, so Sandia is like, know that this is, know that there's no room for two kings on the same skin. Sumaguru, you will, le- you will let me have, you will let me have your place, saying, you know, you're, you're gonna let me be king. And then Sumaguru's. Confident yeah. in his my magic that makes yeah. him like in- invincible. I just gotta say, I wish, I wish, I would read that forever. That is, he, you know, I, I'm gonna I sell so that many... kind of trash talking forever. You know Bro, what I mean? There's so I... many. You could go throughout all eras. 
yeah. history throughout all areas yeah. of time and just keep on up to the modern day where you're like, beware of me, Sundiata. I am the the cheap carnival cotton candy from the sketchy. I, I'm gonna tell like, I'm gonna tell so many people I'm the yam of the rocks. Are you joking? Are you fucking <laughs> yam of the, I am the wild yam of the rocks, man? <laughs> I am I am the wild yam of the rocks, though. Are you joking? What the, what the fuck are you fuck talking about? Like, don't fuck with me. I'm the wild yam of the rocks. I'm the wild yam of the rocks, man. Yeah. Yeah. Even the way that like uh, Sumoraro's kingdom or Sumanguru Sumoraro's kingdom is described. Susu. Yeah. Susu's impenetrability is represented by a triple curtain wall behind which Suma, Sumaoro lives atop a seven-story tower, his macabre chamber filled with human heads. So mysterious a capital, it is called Dark Forest, a stronghold of sorcery. Bro, yeah, that's Sumaguro is described as like the most terrible, terrible, terrifying motherfucker you've ever met in your life. Oh yeah. He, yeah oh yeah. And he perches on you like his you know, like in a he's mm-hmm. like in the owl form is like fucking. I'm the yam of the rocks, motherfucker. Yam of the rocks I'm is the, said yeah, to have I, had either a jinn or a gorilla for a father and two mothers going back and forth between their wombs. I, this, is I a, can't, this, is a, this is a refried baby, okay? I can't I can't decide I can't decide where what place as, as I'm so balling as a baby I had two wombs. I had two wombs. That's, I had two wombs. I had two yam wombs. of the rock has two wombs. The yam of okay, the rock. <laughs> I'm the uh, I was, from now on address me as the yam of the rock. Yam of the Rock, right on. I'm man. the Yam All of the right. Rock now. Okay. That's who I am. That's that's with Sudiyala, like I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking smash the rocks. And then I'm gonna devout. And then and then Sumo Guru is like, I'm the fucking wild mushroom, dude. I'm the wild mushroom, bro. That's beautiful. I, I have immunity. I, I have immunity, you know. I wish they would keep going. Like I said, yeah, I wish, I wish, I wish I somebody pro- would just take wish, this and run with this, you know. I'm about to get into some Griot tales because that shit's mm-hmm, fire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So so basically, all right, so Su- Sumaguru is like confident in that his magic's gonna like keep him that t- soon yep. can't do nothing because he's impenetrable. That's what he, he feels. Um and then uh, uh but he is like a little bit shook. He's like, why is that young boy so confident? What yeah. does he know that I don't yeah. know? Like what's going on? Another point in the tale where Sunjiata is like rescued by a woman or his his sister had said that he's like about yeah. to enter the battle of Krina the night before um Again. his sister sogalon kolokan okay. is also skilled in the spiritual arts and operates independently of sonjata looking after his welfare to that end she either risks or actually sacrifices her virtue so presumably her virginity volunteering to enter sumaoro's bedchamber to learn the secret of his tana so whatever he had whatever magical essence i guess there's tana that oh, was protecting him so that's how the fucking arrow yeah. okay i didn't that wasn't included so, in my so Kolokan okay. goes and she's like she basically seduces him nah. and learns the uh the object Holy that would sorry the secret of his tana is actually the object that would prove disastrous if discovered by his enemies sumauro succumbs to the golden pearl of the mande revealing to Kolokan that his tana is the spur of a white rooster at its most elemental level, Kolokan's dubious role is key in what is otherwise an entirely masculinist enterprise, her yeah. intervention, a critique of that masculinity. So in uh, this, she gives him the secret. She gives Sunjata, her brother, the secret that yeah. allows Sumaoro's defeat. So maybe maybe his whole like, I, I, I don't fuck off, bro, when he comes to him as an owl is because yeah. he had already talked he already- to his sister Kolokan and he's like, 
I got I got the talent of the white rooster, man. It's already first of all, first of all, yeah, women, of course, of course, there mm-hmm. was a woman behind mm-hmm. the whole thing. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I apologize mm-hmm. for I apologize mm-hmm. for the version I gave. Second of all, oh, good. second of all, second of all, also that's the story of fucking how like Texas was fucking made. Also, that's the Yellow Rose of Texas. Was it? What's the, the apparently? Yellow, the yellow, yellow apparently, rose. there's a story about the Yellow Rose of Texas, which is like fucking if there's a light skinned like or biracial woman. Uh, young, young, young woman that is occupying Santa Ana at the Battle oh. of Jacinto, while or mm. like occupying the king, mm. one of the top generals, something like that. That mm. then is the reason why there was they were so they they were so on on guard, like they weren't Saint, on guard. Santa Ana was getting busy. Yeah, it's also the Pearl of the Monde, the Yellow mm-hmm. Rose of Texas. Pearl of the Monde, Yellow Rose of Texas. It's all it's all repeating. But what pattern, story man. did not come through Sunday out of story? Who knows, man? Iron Man Five is in there when it comes is, out. I haven't, I haven't seen it. When that comes out, oh, when that comes, was, was Iron was Iron Man born in two wombs? Uh, that's so fire, Doug. Maybe I don't that's know. That's so it fire. Been. You that's, can make you can make the rep- You can make the argument. I don't that's know. that's it's fine. All right, that's all right, pretty right. cool. Yeah. All right. So again, uh, Sundiata Arrow basically pierces uh, uh, pierces or basically. It's not even pierces. What is it like a flesh wound? Not even a flesh wound. It skins him a little bit. If I had to, if I had to write this, he would have the talent of a white chicken. He would put it on an arrow. Yeah. He would shoot that shit right at Sumanguru. Sumanguru yeah. would be like looking at the arrow in slow motion as it kind of penetrates his mystical field, yeah. and you yeah. get like the split shot of his eyes widening before yeah. he's pierced right in the heart by this arrow. You know. Yeah, but that's not the way it's written. It's written that it kind of it kind of Man. skins him and nicks him a little bit. He's like, "Oh shit, my fucking magic doesn't work anymore." Yep. Runs off like a little bitch. That's yep. honestly mm-hmm. like no cap about that. That's just what yep. happened. And that's, that's, yep. He flees never to be seen again. Some say mm-hmm. uh some say the Susu army was swallowed up by the mountains after mm-hmm. that. And because of his courage, he was chosen by the the the, the Council of Kings, King Arthur. Mm-hmm. Yep. As the Mansa or the King of Kings of Mali, uh, and he and he rules from twelve thirty to uh, twelve thirty to twelve fifty eight. Uh, also, you can compare it to George Washington because it's actually real. This is the real founder yeah. of the real place. So, uh, Sundiata's rule. Uh, mostly, he mostly solved problems. Sorry, between... there's there's another cool ass. Okay, just yeah, no, line we can about the about going the white back chicken to it. talon it's, shot. It's pretty fucking. It's epic. gold. It one. It's gold. How is it? Yeah. See, now this is like why I'm like one. Now I'm like coming around to the thing of all black people invented everything, because this is like like eight stories, and then two yeah. also. Um, also, yeah, man. How is how is Hollywood flaked on this one and not had this? I one? know, right? This, this is, is such a Lord cool story brings... to tell here, like. Oh, um, so first of all, they name Sunjata the a Donson Karamoko, which yeah. means like a master hunter, which he's yeah. like appointed after after firing this arrow. Uh, and then you've got the Battle of Krina. Uh, real struggle is between Sunjata and Sumaoro as sorcerers, beginning either with the killing of Sumaoro's protective 27 headed jinn, Susu Fengoto. Or his yeah. monstrous forty-four headed snake, grazed by an arrow armed uh, with his Tana Sumoro, immediately felt powers leave him and flees. Uh, either he and those with him turn into pillars of stone, yeah. or he escapes, disappearing in the mountains, never to be heard from again. But just yeah. so you also have a twenty-seven headed jinn, 
or yeah. a 44 headed snake either one that that is just riding Again. with sumo Auro and you know you're just why like, the what the fuck has it like hollywood been like yo Thundiata's tail here you they go. probably fuck like, it up i don't trust those they, no, no, they, 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 they would they would destroy it. it they would okay. destroy it yeah they would destroy it but it'd be like like oh like that's black that's surreal that's uh, king arthur that's it's pretty cool yeah, yeah it's pretty it's a, it's a good fucking tail all right anyway it's a little bit scary it's a little bit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty graphic yeah they yeah they were pretty graphic all right and there's all we sorts don't... of like mysticism and cool yeah. imagery and whatnot mm-hmm. yeah no it's pretty it's dope uh all right Sunday out of actual, actual rule. Yep. Um, mostly solved problems between the tribe. I already said that. Uh, most of the, the punishments, you know, that they were given out during this time were cruel by t- today's standards. You know, they cut off hands for stealing. They cut out tongues for lying. Banishment was a big one. He was lost for its fairness. You know, again, fairness at this time is completely, sub- you know, not yeah. today. Um, and... Uh, Niani was the capital. The lands around Niani uh, first, and then later the whole country was known as uh, by the Mendica as the Bright Country. So that's what it was called, the Bright Country. Um, and Sandiano was known to wear garments uh, of a simbone or of a hunter. It's like very plain, yep. with like a tight kind of tight trousers, plain smock, and a bow slung over his back. Very informal. Like I'm a, I'm I'm a citizen. I'm a citizen mm-hmm. president. It's all it's all it's all politics. Um, uh, also, the setup for uh, the setup for like there's a set he, he set up this uh, system of cultural exchange yep. with other kings that was like, hey, I'm gonna send my children to you, and then you send your children to live with me, and yeah. that's and that's how we will not fucking kill each other because yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna kill my kid and you won't kill your kid, right? And that's mm, a good. Well, you see, that's kind of an assumption there. <laughs> yeah, it's that's like, an hey. assumption. It's an assumption. Like yep. it's a little bit. I guess people love. What their if you children. trade children with a guy who like hates his kids? Like, yeah, fuck, fuck these fuckers. They, yeah, they took my dreams from me. You understand? I'm king. I didn't want to be king. <laughs> I yeah. had to be king for these. Yeah, little yeah I had to be. Heads, I had to be know? king to provide for my 27 ah. children. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know I mean, okay. Um, mm. And so uh, it's so- also what uh, what Tokugawa did, which I thought was interesting to see something like reemerge. Yeah, is that Tokugawa only he did he didn't do it. He, it was it was a one way street with him. You know, Sundiata is like put, putting himself out there in order to bring the kingdom together. Tokugawa is like, all right, you send your children to, to Edo and I keep them. Yeah, no, that's, that's, yeah, no, it can, it, it's a lot of different ways uh, kidnapping yeah. can happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> There's like a mutual kidnapping and then yeah. sort of a non consensual kidnapping. And then, you know, yeah, I mean, I just want to say I, when I get kids, no, no kidnap. Don't take my kids nowhere. Let me okay. keep my kids. All right. I just want to say that. For who? Huh? For who? I don't know, dog. Mad Putting kidnapping. I don't there. know if you've read West African history. There's a lot of kidnapping. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. No. So, oh, okay. Uh, also, they said he had an insatiable appetite and, and reportedly ate, this is Sundiata, specifically mm-hmm. had an insatiable ap- appetite and reportedly ate huge amounts of food, even refused to, he even refused to fast for Ramadan, which was seen as sacrilegious. Um, uh, yeah, he... He dies in 1255 when either struck by an arrow at a celebration in Niani, the capital of Mali at the time, or died of natural causes or drowned in the Sankarini River. We don't fucking know. So you it's know, one of those. Personally, um, I'm, I'm in favor of uh, being struck by an arrow accidentally just because that's what started his regime. Yeah. And if that's what ended his regime, then you got that perfect... And my boy where loves you began oof, type thing. Oof, you know? Circle. My boy Full loves the circle, circle, man. Oof. I'm all about it, right? Yeah. 
Oof. But what do I know? Could have been natural cause. Could have been that's, any one of them. But you know, that's what in my uh, mind is the first one. That's a that's what an American uh, writing writing education will do for you. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. you now don't care about a, a man's life and don't want to see it accurately represented. Anymore. I don't care about facts. You just want that. Don't give shit about facts. Complete, I want the best story. All right, yeah, just, man. just do it again. <laughs> no man no but yeah Sundiata Sundiata's tale uh, it's pretty cool yeah. uh, guys this is actually where we're gonna end it on this episode we're gonna end it right here in the middle of the Mali Empire at, at its peak mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the rule of Sundiata well not not its peak peak during its foundation foundation right? after it's after it's after it's after it's after probably its most significant, you want it's to ins- say, its inception. Yeah, but well, we, can call, we can call it its peak if the story is at its best. Because no, you know, I, if, if the story is the best here, then hell yeah, as an American, this is the peak. Right? Yeah, no, I, yeah, no, maybe, yeah, no. If I just want to, I'm gonna say that this is probably its most significant ruler. Yeah, in terms for sure. of yes, specifically, we're gonna get to the next one, uh, and it's gonna be a fair amount of derision on that one. It's going to be, we're going to talk about Mansa Musa, mm-hmm. the, uh, the fall of the Mali Empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll also, uh, also, we're going to mention, uh, maybe did the Mali Empire uh, discover America like everybody else discovered America? <laughs> Who didn't fucking discover America at this fucking point? <laughs> uh, we're also going to talk about the fucking Sangay Empire, uh, Sunny Albert, Askia Muhammad, the fall of the Songhai Empire. Um, and uh, the, the havoc that was West Africa after that. And then a little bit about the slave trade on the next episode yeah. of Hard Fried That's History. Right. You know, uh, I heard that the uh, that the Mongols actually discovered America. Everybody fucking they had America. interbred their horses so finely that they had developed this type of horse that was actually able to walk on water. And, yeah. you know, they just actually rode this this band of horses straight across the Pacific Ocean and landed on the West Coast. They actually founded San Francisco before before anyone else did. They just didn't call it San Francisco. They called it uh I would Karu, not Karu Car Carmack. I would <laughs> and I know and I and I oh I know you made that up but I don't care because all of the everybody discovered fucking any yeah, everybody did, discovered did. America. I'm if you sorry. dig deep enough between yeah. down San Francisco, you can find some fucking Mongol arrows. It's crazy. Uh, Mongol arrows, Mongol horseshoes. It's nuts. That uh, my cousin discovered America. All right, all right, fine, guys. Next episode. Thank you guys for listening. We'll mm-hmm. see they, mm-hmm. we're back. Uh, tell you all your friends right. about us. Do all that type mm-hmm. of stuff. We love you. Uh, we'll see you next time. Uh, follow us at Hard for History uh, HFH Podcast on Twitter. Hard for history on Instagram, hard for history on YouTube, hard for history on Twitch. We might start Twitch streaming. Uh, we're just gonna keep this thing going. We're probably gonna start switching the we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. But we love you. We'll see you next time. Uh, Henry, what's your social media? Sorry. Just just follow me on Amazon. I'm just Henry Price. Okay. Joshua B. Stokes, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and YouTube some soon soon. All right. Thank you. We'll see you next time. All right. Peace, everybody. Peace. Bye. Bye. Chop it up, it's gonna be close. Yeah.